0: Welcome to the Bippity Boppity Bankrolls podcast. My name is Alexis Boyette and I'm a motivational speaker, business coach, and former Nationwide Character Entertainment CEO. I am here to help you uplevel your mindset, your magic, and your money through practical business strategies and intuitive guidance. So if you are looking to achieve financial and time freedom in the industry of children's party entertainment, you are in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to inspire you to transcend your limitations and become the next best version of yourself. I know you will get so much value from this podcast, so thank you for pushing play today. Now let's dive in. Hello, magic makers, and welcome back to the Bippity Boppity Bank Girls podcast. Today we are going to be discussing something that is a little unorthodox. It's a little... Out of our traditional topics of discussion, we are going to be talking about breast implants. And the reason that I want to talk today about breast implants is because I myself had a very traumatic experience, not only getting them, but also getting them out. And I'm a huge advocate for loving yourself and not putting foreign objects in your body. And so I want to go into why I'm an advocate for that and my personal experience with it, because When I was struggling, not only with my self-esteem, but also with my illness itself, it really helped me to find resources like podcasts and communities of women who understood me and who understood what I was going through. So maybe today, this episode is that for you, and that's my goal in creating it. So to kick things off, let's talk about why I got breast implants and when, Um, growing up, I was an overweight child, not crazy overweight, but you know, chubby. And because of that, I, uh, lost a lot of weight after high school. And when I did, my breasts went from a C cup to, or I'm sorry, a D cup to a B cup. But unfortunately, because I had stretch marks all over my breasts, the skin itself didn't retract and it didn't get smaller. So when I did lose weight and I was getting in shape as an, as a young adult, I had these saggy, empty breasts and like just all this like skin that was very crepey and, and thin. And it just made me so embarrassed, not the skin of an 18 year old, you know, and wearing bathing suits made me embarrassed. Having men see my breasts made me embarrassed. Having my friends or my family see my breasts made me embarrassed and, I was so self-conscious about them because they were saggy and the skin was thin and they were empty. And that's not really something that you have to deal with or most of us don't have to deal with it at 18. So when I was 20 years old, I started to look into getting some sort of surgical procedure to fix the thing that I was most insecure about. And when I first started, I went to consults and they told me, you know, we could do a nip tuck where they basically would take the extra skin out and they would move the nipple and they would make them perky again. But it would essentially, because I was also anorexic at the time, uh, it would make me an A cup because I didn't have enough fat in order to have breasts. And I was like, I'm not going to pay $10,000 to be an A cup. So I went to this uh, consultant, this surgeon in Denver, Colorado, and he had been doing surgery for over 30 years. And he told me I shouldn't do a nip tuck. I should do breast implants. And I was really hesitant about getting anything put in my body. I really did not want breast implants. I didn't admire the way that they looked. I didn't, wasn't trying to have bigger breasts, but I hated the emptiness. I hated the skin. And he was like, well, All we have to do is put breast implants in there and it will fill them back out and you'll love them. And I was 20 at the time. So I already, like I said, I also had an eating disorder, so I was already extremely insecure. And my partner at the time, my boyfriend was like, yeah, you should get breast implants. They're awesome. And he picked out the size and the doctor was very insistent and very encouraging of it. So when I was 20 years old, I went under the knife to get breast implants now, when I woke up from my surgery, I remember it took me probably, I mean, it was the worst pain I'd ever felt, but it took me at the time, <laughs> but it took me probably a couple of weeks before I actually decided to have the courage to look at them. And I just remember looking at them in the mirror, in the shower. I can remember it like it was yesterday and seeing them. And I just started laughing, not good laughing, not happy laughing, just so sad and disappointed and upset with myself. That's all I could do was laugh. And I hated them. They were giant, they were bulbous. And now my nipple wasn't even as low as it was before. Now it was even lower. It was like, my nipples were on the bottom of my boobs. And it was like, I had these giant saggy boobs. And if I wasn't insecure before, I definitely was now. The only benefit of them was that it did fill the skin out But now they just look, like I said, giant and saggy. And so I would always wear them in a bra. And I would always have them covered up. I never usually, I always wore like the bras that didn't have the padding because I didn't want them to be any bigger, but I really disliked them. I hated the way that they felt. I hated laying on them. I hated sleeping with them. I hated touching them because you could feel my natural soft breast tissue. And you could also feel like the hard implant. And I did everything I was supposed to do. I wore the strap. I massaged them. I did all everything that I was supposed to do to, to create natural looking breasts and for those of you who are wondering who are familiar with breast implants i had 360 cc's under the muscle of silicone gummy bear implant i had the best implant at the time i had it put in the best way at the time and i was misled and convinced that these implants would not cause me any issues they were fine. It was perfectly okay and healthy for you to get them. And that it was okay for you to have this foreign entity put in your body and that everything was fine. And so I had them for 10 years because obviously I had just undergone surgery to put them in. I wasn't going to undergo surgery to get them back out. And over time, I just learned to accept them. You know, I learned to accept them. I learned to find beauty in the side boob. And I just, for the most part, kept them covered and concealed and just did my best to try and like them. And then when I was 30 years old, 29, 30, all of a sudden I started getting really weird symptoms. Now keep in mind, nothing had happened in order for me to get these symptoms. It just all came at once. Okay. And and I'll just add some humor in here really quickly. My breast implants did do one really incredible thing for me. And I'm just going to share that with you right now, just to lighten the mood, my breast implants. I was in a skateboarding accident when I was 30 and I was going down a hill and I couldn't stop. And so I tried to run off the skateboard. If you've ever, if you've ever been on a skateboard, if you've ever ridden a skateboard, you know, you can't run off a skateboard. (laughs) So when I went to run off the skateboard, my foot planted and I went down like face first down on the concrete. Well, my knee twisted, my right knee twisted, and I went down. Now, if I would not have had giant, enormous breasts to protect my face my mouth, my nose, my face would have been completely destroyed. Like I probably would have lost all my teeth. I would have had a nose. Uh, My nose would have been broken. I'm not sure if like I would have suffered any other facial damage, but there would have been, it would have been severe because what happened instead was, was I went down. And when I went down, my breasts hit first. And when my breasts hit first, I literally bounced off of my implants. And I got like two feet of air two feet of air. I like, I, I hit the pavement and then I bounced back up. Like the the implants just were bouncy. Like it just, it was literally like having like, you know, when you're bowling and you have the little bumpers on the side of the bowling alley, it was literally like that. It was like the I just bounced right off the cement <laughs> and it was so bad that I actually had bruises on my nipples. So yeah, it ended up saving my face. And I can't, I can't even tell you how grateful I am for that. And if that was the only purpose and reason for me to have gotten those implants to begin with, I'm okay with it because it saved my face. So I had a built-in airbag. Okay. So I started getting all these side effects probably at around age 30. Now I started getting really weird side effects. All of a sudden my vision started going out to where I couldn't see like bright lights, any sort of glitter, any sort of reflection was like someone was shining a light in my eyes. My eyes were extremely dry. My hair started falling out. I started getting really fatigued. Like I couldn't really, um, like I didn't have energy to work out and have energy to do anything. Um, My hormones were all out of whack and everything was just so strange. I started getting these intense like pains in my chest And i couldn't figure out what was going on because surely i hadn't you know there was no rupture even if i bounced off my breast implants there shouldn't have been any rupture because a rupture in order to get a rupture you have to have some sort of you know like sharp object that penetrates the implant because they're gummy bear they're silicone you could squeeze them and and twist them and wrap them and they still wouldn't rupture that was the benefit of having them So I was starting to get all these weird side effects. Uh, I was starting to get swelling to where I didn't matter what I did. I couldn't lose weight. I started to get severe anxiety and night terrors and I started to do research on it. And when I started doing research on it, I came across breast implant illness and I dove into the Google and I found all these community, these resources and realized that the FDA now officially, and this was back in 2022 or 2021, officially started recognizing breast implant illness as an actual illness caused by silicone breast implants and implants in general. Because what happens is is over time, your body, basically your body creates um, an an inflammatory shell, a protection shell barrier around the implant to protect the rest of your body from this foreign entity that is in your body. And what happens is, is your immune system will continually attack that foreign entity to try and get it out of your body because it knows that it's not natural and knows that it's not a part of you. Not to mention that there are over 200 harmful chemicals in silicone breast implants, including neurotoxins and resin. If you actually look into what actually goes into I- implants, you'll see that you're not just getting silicone. You're not just getting one substance. You're getting many. And now they're doing autopsies on women that had breast implants put in and they're finding all of those 200 chemicals in every part of that woman's body in her muscles and her bones in her brain in her tissues everywhere to where that your body is trying to break down this implant and essentially it's absorbing all of those chemicals. Well, if you look up the side effects of what some of those chemicals are you have neurotoxins you have carcinogens you have so many different things that destruct your body and cause all different types of side effects such as hair loss hormonal issues fatigue eye dryness cancer all of these terrible things and of course I wasn't informed of that when I was 20 years old and got them put in or I would never have gotten them to begin with and So I started having all these side effects and I was like, I got to get these things out. I got to get these things out. I just had this intuitive feeling. I need to get these things out of my body. And so I did some research and I found an incredible doctor, um, Dr. Amy Bandy. She's in SoCal. So Southern California, she's incredible, amazing. Not only did she genuinely care about my specific situation and side effects, she put me on a vitamin treatment before she took the implants out. She had me like do all different types of protocols to ensure that I had the fastest recovery time possible and to ensure that I wasn't in pain. And she was amazing. Not only that, but she did beautiful work. I love my boobs. Now I'll just say it right now. I love my breasts and I've never loved my breasts ever in my entire life. And for the first time I love them. So that's saying a lot. So I found her and the procedure was not cheap. Originally to get them in, it cost me $10,000 and that was in 2010. And then when I got them out in 2021, it cost me $13,000, but I didn't just get the implants out. So when you get the implants out, they essentially have to, sometimes the implants can become adhered to your rib cage. So essentially they have to lift, they have to cut open, um, under your chest and then they have to lift your muscle and then they have to remove the implant, which like I said, can become adhered to your rib cage to where they actually have to shave off parts of your muscle and parts of your rib cage. So that's traumatizing in itself. And then in order to ensure that they have gotten as many of the chemicals out as possible, they have to cauterize. So they have to burn all of the areas where the implant was in your body. So like where it was sitting and then they sew you up. Now I didn't just have her remove the implants. I also had her do a nip talk. So she removed a lot of the excess skin that I have and she made my nipples smaller and she placed them up higher. And she gave me, like I said, the boobs that I wish I always had. And she did her best to remove as much as the, of the loose skin as she could. She gave me beautiful breasts. And of course, you, you can't get rid of stretch marks. Even if you cut out parts of it, you're always going to have them. So that's just a part of me that I've learned to love. But the healing was uh, traumatizing. I'm just going to say it was traumatizing. It was worse than getting the implants. Because when I I remember waking up from the surgery and I was in so much pain, so much excruciating pain that I literally couldn't like mentally comprehend or control how much pain I was in. And so I just remember thinking to myself, I can't handle this. It was, it was excruciating. Like my chest was on fire. It was, I can't even explain it. There's no words that can explain the amount of pain I was feeling. And I remember I was getting drove home and I was hyperventilating and I was like, please God, universe the higher source, whatever energy is out there, please make this pain stop. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. And I kid you not within seconds, all of my pain disappeared. I don't, I can't explain it. There is no explanation for this. I don't know if my brain turned off its pain receptors. I don't know if I turned off my pain receptors. I don't know. This was a spiritual experience. I can't even decipher what happened. I can just tell you that my pain turned off instantly as soon as I asked for it to be turned off. I did not have to take one pain pill the entire time that I was healing from my surgery. I did everything I was supposed to. I kept things clean. I wore the compression bra. I was very good about my nutrition and, and making sure that I was healthy. And it took me a long time to feel okay about myself. I mean, I remember the first time when I looked in the shower seeing my breasts, because like I said, they cut your nipple off and they put it back on. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of the surgery, and I hope that I'm not grossing you out too much, but it looked like I had Frankenstein chest when I was showering. I almost vomited and passed out at the same time. So I literally could not look at my breasts for probably a month, two months, because it it was causing so much anxiety and so much just overwhelm in, in my brain just to see that that I couldn't comprehend what had happened to me physically. And so after I healed up, after everything healed up, all the stitches eventually came out. Finally, the side effects started to get better, but it was not overnight. I am now two years, three years post-op. It's been three years since I've had the surgery. I can finally drink alcohol again. I can finally exercise again. My eyes are so much better with light now. Sometimes I get the light stuff, but not so often. My hair stopped falling out last year and my hair grew back thick and healthy and back to what it was before the, the illness started. Um, My immune system seems to be doing okay. And, um, yeah, my hormones are balanced. I'm sleeping well at night. I had had sleeping issues like severe insomnia for about a year after I had the, uh, surgery that took the implants out of my body, which could have been caused either by the chemicals in the implants, or it could have been caused from the uh, the um, anesthesia that they give you during the surgery, because it was a four-hour surgery for me. So anesthesia has a lot of different side effects and insomnia is one of them. And so I had insomnia for about a year and it took me a very long time to heal from that. It took me a long time to heal from the majority of my side effects and to finally be in a place where I start, I'm finally starting to feel how I felt before the illness happened, uh, which was probably we're talking 2019 was the last time that I felt completely myself. And I'm finally, I would say 98% back to that version of myself if not close to 100%. It was an extremely traumatic experience and I have had many friends who I have talked out of getting implants and I have other friends that still got the implants and said everything was going to be fine and my grandmother has had implants for 40 years of her life and she says there's nothing wrong with it and has no side effects and I I'm, I'm happy for her. However, that was not the case for me and I know that's not the case for a lot of women that get physical things put in their body, whether that's Botox, implants, any sort of thing that's foreign to your body that's not supposed to be there. And so I hope in this podcast, I hope you know you're not alone if you feel insecure. You're not alone if you want to change things about yourself, things that you're not happy about. And I'm really happy that I had the nip tuck. I wish I would have done the nip tuck to begin with, and I wouldn't have done the implants because... Essentially, my breasts would be exactly where they're at now, and I would have saved $25,000 and a lot of health issues. But I want to encourage you to explore loving yourself and accepting yourself more. And if you do end up deciding to get some sort of surgery to fix something that you perceive to be wrong with you or that, that you don't like, please, if you're going to do anything, you can do a surgery, but make sure that whoever you invest into is... Certified, but also highly skilled and has great reviews and is safe. And it's okay if they're the most expensive option because this is your health and your one body that you get. But don't put anything in your body that's not meant to be there. If you get a nose job or you get a nip tuck or you get some skin, whatever, you know, routine accidents happen all the time with liposuction and things like that. But just understand the risks and really be sure that this is something that you are prepared to handle the side effects, but also the repercussions of not only having an issue with the surgery, your body rejecting something to do with the surgery or the implant, but also understanding the risks associated with undergoing the surgery itself and make sure that it's really worth it or that you're prepared to deal with the side effects and the repercussions, because I wish that I would have had somebody explain this to me before I went on the route that I went on and It would have saved me a lot of time, a lot of health issues, and frankly, a lot of money. I'm glad that I went through it because it's allowed me to be able to help more people and relate to more people. But know that insecurity and not liking specific things about yourself is normal, especially living in a society that we live in where everything is you know, we're only shown people's good parts and everything is curated to make us feel insecure, especially as women, or make us feel like we need to be younger. We need to be tighter. We need to be toner. We need to be perfect. And it could be a lot of pressure and stress for us as women. So if you're ever feeling alone or insecure or pressured to change something about yourself, or you're in a dark place where, you know, you're not eating or you're not treating yourself right, either mentally or physically, please feel free to reach out to me, slide in my DMs because I've been through it and I know how you feel. And just because you overcome that darkness doesn't mean that sometimes it doesn't creep back in. And the best thing that you can do is lean on other women who understand and can support you and be a friend when you need it most. So I hope that this podcast episode was not too gory for you. (laughs) And if you're still listening, congratulations. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that today's episode was a little bit different than what we normally talk about, uh, but I hope that you found it beneficial and uplifting. And uh, yeah, I will see you next time. So thank you again. And I'm always here for you. Reach out to me on Instagram if you need any support ever at all for anything. Bippity boppity bankrolls. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by visiting me on Instagram at Bippity Bankrolls or visit me on my website at bippityboppitybankrolls.com. I love and I adore you and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Have a magical day.